The Good Neighbor Network, FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and online at WGNSRadio.com. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All Sports Talk is on News Radio WGNS. All Sports Talk is sponsored by Good Neighbor State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, First Bank serving Murfreesboro, Smyrna, and Rutherford County, Parks Auction Company, they'll handle everything, Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, and the Blue Raider Insider Report sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance and Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors. We put the all in all sports talk. From the preps to MTSU, we've got you covered. It's all sports talk on Rutherford County's Place to Talk. Good afternoon. Welcome to All Sports Talk, a Thursday edition. It all starts tonight. As Brian Barrett would say, it's time for toe to meet leather. High school football season begins. Two two um, local games. So, uh, with that in mind, the coach is back. Preston O'Neill joins us all the way through football season. Preston, how are you? You know, I'm good, Monty. I think this is, uh, I can't remember how many years we've done this, but it's like 28. Uh, this might even be 30. It's been a bunch. Uh, excuse me? It's been a bunch. It has. I think we started this in 93, 94, something, somewhere in that neighborhood. Something like that, yeah. We've been chatting for a long time in football season. You know, a lot's changed since back then, hasn't it? Ooh, son. A whole lot of stuff changed. Change is going on right now with all the uh, uh, transfer portal, change of coaches, uh, you know, the conferences realigning in all different directions. Uh, you know, is the Pac-12 and the ACC going to survive all this? So, you know, yeah, there's a lot going on. Well, 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 where do we begin? You're the lead, baby. Let's start with the Blue Raiders. Let's start with them. They're a couple weeks out from going down to Alabama. Obviously a big money game. Obviously a massive challenge. I think Alabama's about a 40-point favorite. Um, you know, Alabama searching for a quarterback. Um Nevertheless, very, very talented. You know that. Um, MTSU, um, I believe they settled on those. It'll be Nick uh, Vadiato. Um, he, uh, you know, played a lot as a freshman because Chase Cunningham got hurt. And the last year, Cunningham came back and had a really good season. And Nick didn't play a lot, but uh, from all reports, has gotten a lot better throwing the ball and uh, ready to lead the Blue Raiders. And, um, They've got, uh, I think their offensive line has probably made the biggest improvement. Maybe still a little bit of concerns about uh, receiver, uh, you know, the depth portion of it. Uh, they're going to have to have some guys step up there. But from an offensive standpoint, should be fairly solid. You know, Monty, uh, change the quarterback always is a concern to have experience you know he's got some playing time uh had a good spring under his belt and fall camp so it'll be interesting to see how he adapts to the full-time starter position uh you know in today's game you got to have some stingers at receiver and it'd be great if you had a you know a threat at running back uh but if you can establish the run game and it's still critical in today's game you have to be able to run the football uh you know you may not run it as many times as people have back when you and I started. You still have to be able to run football. Uh, you have to make defenses, honor the run, and play honest. Uh, if you don't, if you can't run the football, then they just tee off on you. You get second and eight, second and ten. Uh, 
you know, the defense becomes, uh, has the advantage. Now you get second and six, second and five, uh, you know, that's the, that's a place where the offense gets the advantage. So, uh, you be able to threat people on the outside and challenge them in the run game. Uh, then you have a chance to have a, a really good offense. They have, um, a lot of running backs, um, don't know that they have the bell cow. I would say Frank P. San. I mean, he had about 800 yards last year, and he got a bulk of the carries. But they've got a transfer in from Northern Illinois. He played quite a bit as a freshman last year that they are really, really excited about. He's a big guy, about 6'1". Um, uh, he's got good speed, just good – He's just a crafty uh, tailback, and uh, I think he, he, him, and he will be pushing him. And then they got some veterans, and then they got a freshman from Georgia. They're really amped up about true freshmen. So, I, I th- as far as their running backs, I think they're okay. It's what they do up front, and as I said, I think that group probably made the most improvement, and. Um, you know, we we shall see, but then again, we may not see week one. Week one doesn't count. You know, I, you count your money. You know, it's a check. Uh, they're gonna go down there and play loose. Uh, you know, uh, it's a challenge. You go down there and uh, play loose. If you can get something going early. Uh, you know, and, and get in the ball game in the first quarter. Hell, if you can take the lead, you know. Uh, that puts a lot of pressure on them. But if you get behind quick, whoo, son, that's a very difficult, uh, very difficult position. And you can't turn the ball over. Now, you, you give them an edge, they're like sharks in a bloody ocean. I mean, <laughs> they're going to come get you. Yeah, and Coach Saban will be on them like think on a skunk, you know. Yeah. Play at a high level. And then, you know, the next week, another tough trip. Go to Missouri. It's a big year for the not for Missouri. Not as tough as going to Alabama. No. <laughs> but, you know, and, and they a couple of years back, they beat Missouri. Yeah. Uh, so there'll be some confidence going into that game. Uh, you know, Missouri struggled. Uh, since they've gotten into the SEC, and it's not been all that competitive, so you know that's a little more level, uh, a little more level playing field uh, that they can be competitive in. Then you got Murray State at home and Colorado State at home. So um, beat Colorado State pretty handily last year on the road. Um, that was the coach's first year. I believe so. Um, you know, you would expect maybe a, a, a pretty close game in that one, but certainly back home after those two couple games, you got a chance to win. Yeah, you know, Murray. It was, uh, you know, that should be a W. You marked that on the on the schedule as a W. Uh, the day the game scheduled, Colorado State uh, was not very good last year. You know, their record and the number of points they gave up throughout the year uh, was not anything that was going to be competitive. Now, you would hope that this the coach, and I can't remember his name, in his second year uh, had used the transfer portal, done a good job recruiting, you know, getting some freshmen and junior college guys in, and that would be more competitive after having, you know, two springs and two fall camps to get his system put in and uh, begin to have his own guys and develop his team that he's the leader of. So, you know, it'll be interesting to see, you know, how much they improve. Then you have the um, interesting portion of the schedule off for TV. You play a Thursday game against um, Western on the road. Then you come back home and play Jacksonville State on a Wednesday, then Louisiana Tech at home on a Tuesday, and then another Tuesday game at Liberty. 
So, I mean, you got a bunch of games in a short amount of time, and then you have like a you have like a 17-day break. Um, I don't know about that, but, um, you know, every school is going to have to go through this, though. But it's going to be interesting to see how they manage this. Well, I, I believe I've read and it, it talks a little bit where they've spent a lot of time talking to those guys in the MAC conference. Uh, you know, I've been the, uh, the group that's kind of led this, these Tuesday night games uh, where they're playing the majority of their seasons on Tuesday night so they can get on television. And, uh, you know, trying to understand how they approach that in those schedules, which will give them some guidance on how to do that. But, Monty, until you go through it, you experience it, you really don't understand, you know, how, to, how that works. I mean, you, you play a game, you got more than seven days. To, you play on Saturday, then you play, uh, you know, the Tuesday. So you got ten days to prepare, basically. Then you got five days to prepare for the next game. Uh, then you get, you know, five days again for the next game. Uh, and then you get a week, and then you're off 17 days. So, you know, that's, that's going to be interesting to watch to see how all the Conference USA schools uh, prepare for that and adjust to this this new way of life. Um, then you go to New Mexico State, always a, a tough trip. You got FIU and UTEP at home, and then wrap the regular season up uh, at Sam Houston State. And you know, really, November's been a good month for Stockstill. Well, I, you know, you get the money games out of the way. This year they're all on the front end and not blended into the into October. Uh, I think it's interesting that the first conference game they play is Western Kentucky, uh, and depending on how healthy they come out of Alabama and Colorado State, uh, you know, could determine a lot through the end of September in the first couple of weeks of October, because you never know the damage you're going to get done physically uh, in those games especially against Alabama. Uh, you know, you can come out with half your team dinged up or uh, a lot of guys not being able to play for a couple of weeks. So, you know, that's the threat of those games. So you get into September, you start with Western Kentucky, uh, into the conference, I mean, and you start with Western Kentucky, and that's your biggest rivalry in the conference, 60 miles, 90 miles down the road, uh, on the road. Uh, so it doesn't start easy, and then you go to the crazy schedule. Uh, well, you know, they got a challenge. Uh, it's uh, in the early part of August, and everybody's just in camp. You know, money nationally and in Conference USA, it's going to be, hey, who uh, who's the surprise team that's going to start out? Uh, who's the team that everybody would think would be very competitive that falls off? And how are we going to approach uh, the new members of the conference? That's a long road trip to uh, New Mexico State, and it's that you know we've been going to North Texas, so the Sam Houston's uh, about the same. Uh, but that trip to New Mexico's uh, you know halfway across the country or more. You listen to all sports talk. Joined today by the coach Preston O'Neill. This portion of the show brought to you by First Bank, where the bank remains true to its ideals. Since founded in 1906, that's First Bank. We'll take a break and be right back. Hey, it's Scott. When it comes to health, there are numbers that every man needs to know, including our very own testosterone numbers. I recommend going to Low T Center where they make it quick and easy to get your levels checked, and it's only 25 bucks. You walk in, take a simple blood test, and with their on-site lab, you'll know your results in about 25 minutes. Low testosterone levels can make you feel tired, grumpy, cause lack of motivation, and drive. It can also raise your cholesterol, cause weight gain, and loss of muscle mass. Go to LowTCenter.com now to book your appointment. Low T Center, reinventing men's health care. Hi, this is Peter Demas. Join our family at Demas' Restaurant. So many people buy so many different things. You know, I go out to eat and I like eating steak, where my wife will end up getting our salmon. Our salmon is cut fresh, so she loves our salmon. It's one of those places that you can go, you can get pastas or chicken, you know, the kids love it. Get what you want at Demas' Restaurant and not be limited just to one or two items. Join our family at Demas' Restaurant. 1115 Northwest Broad Street in Murfreesboro. This is Monty Hale for SoCo Roofing and Restoration. 
They're local here in Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. They gladly offer free inspections. If they determine there is damage to your roof, they'll walk you through the entire process. Find them online at southernroofexperts.com or give Donnie Shattuck a call at 615-801-9837. That's 615-804-9837. SoCo Roofing and Restoration, your local trusted roofing expert. Fox Auction, we handle everything. Whether you're buying or selling a home or whether you're buying or selling commercial property, the auction is just so much easier, quicker, smoother. My wife and I sold our personal home. Fox Auctions helped us with that. The house brought about 20% more than we were going to ask for. Visit our website at parksauction.com to learn more. Stan Vaught and the Parks Auction team are proud supporters of local high school and MTSU sports. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Your home, your auto, together, they're where life happens. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. It's smart to protect them together. Give me a call at 615-893-1417. And let me help you save by combining your home and auto. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. Preston, um, I thought it was interesting. I put together some stuff on the um, conference USA's non-conference schedules. Of course, we've talked about middle. They're at Bama, at Missouri. They got Murray State and Colorado State at home. So they're playing two power fives, both from the SEC. FIU's got um, Maine at UConn, North Texas. At Arkansas, they've got one power five. Jacksonville State. Jacksonville. Hello. Yeah, go ahead. I apologize. Jacksonville State has East Tennessee at Coastal Carolina, Eastern Michigan, and at South Carolina. So they just have one power five. Liberty, I'm kind of disappointed in. Um, They've been at this game for a while. But, you know, I guess they don't need money. Because they're good in everything they do. They've got Bowling Green at Buffalo, Old Dominion, and UMass. Zero power fives. La Tech. A lot of donations. Yeah. La Tech at SMU, Northwestern State, North Texas, and Nebraska. So one power five. New Mexico State as UMass, Western Illinois, Hawaii, and at Auburn. One power five. Sam Houston has BYU, Air Force at Houston, and Kennesaw State. Two power fives, pretty tough schedule. UTEP has Incarnate Word at Northwestern at Arizona, UNLV. It's two power fives. But certainly Northwestern, a winnable game. Uh, Western Kentucky's got a good non-conference schedule. We'll take Houston Christian out of that, but South Florida – uh, at Troy and at Ohio State. So they're kind of stepping to the plate there themselves, albeit only one power five. So your thoughts about the scheduling in the league? Well, money, the things that drive that are money. You know, uh, the uh, when you have, let's just take Liberty, for example, when you have the uh, donor contributions and the uh, incoming money that Liberty has from outside resources, uh, they don't need to play those games. Uh, and they're, you know, they're they're not uh, without that money uh, that comes from playing Alabama and Missouri. The entire athletic department suffers. And you know, one other thing too, you know, the fact that they've had some. Some a couple power five wins. Not everybody's just lining up to bring them in either. No, no, no. And they've been, you know, like you said, you've been competitive against those. You know, they beat Miami last year. They beat Missouri in the past. Uh, you know, they had a chance Tech. to uh, get down the wire with some others. Beat Virginia Tech. Yep. So uh, you know they've been competitive in those games. 
but you got to have the money, you know. Uh, middle's got to have the money. They don't have the financial support from outside resources to run their athletic department, as do the majority of the Conference USA football teams. So that's why they have to play those games. Plus, you know, the Power Five conferences, they want some uh, uh, with the conference that they're playing in and the teams that they have to play week in and went out, they want some Ws they can mark on their conference, on their schedule, uh to take some of the pressure off the week in and week out things that they have to do. You know, I think Alabama played uh, Austin P like in the 10th game last night, last year prior to playing Auburn. You know, everybody's whining about that. Uh, but nobody takes into consideration the gauntlet that they went through to get to that game. So uh, as much as I hate it for uh, uh, the smaller schools that have to do that, uh, it, it's a almost a requirement for the Power 5 schools to get those guys on the on the schedule. Yeah, I know I've got a friend who's good friends with the Austin P um, athletic director, and um, of course they're playing Tennessee this year, and he told my friend, he said, makes the job a lot easier. It helps balance that budget. Yeah. You know. You have some of the, you know, Olympic sports that uh, – uh, don't bring in any money, uh, which is fine. You know, we're giving those, you know, giving those folks that experience. But somewhere the money's got to have, you know, got to come from to, su- to support that, to support that, uh, those sports. But, you know, football, men's basketball, and women's basketball sort uh, support the entire athletic department. And if you go to the tournament in basketball, it makes it that much easier. No question about that. So, well, it all starts next week. We've got a few games on tap. Uh, I know UTEP and Jacksonville State uh, bump heads. Um, Jacksonville State and um, Sam Houston are ineligible. They will play a conference schedule, but they will be ineligible to play in the um, – conference championship game or go to a bowl game i guess it's their other transition year why is it that i don't know seems kind of silly to me but once again they have yet to ask my opinion so got new mexico state plays umass vandy in hawaii la tech and fiu utah and florida Louisville, Georgia Tech. Uh, so, got a few games. Yeah. Next week. Those and, guys at, yeah, those guys at Vandy are, are doing a really good job. So, yeah. you know, that's one of the teams that, uh, you know, we'll look at and say, how much better can they get? And how much more competitive in the conference can they get? Mm-hmm. There were eight fools who thought they'd win the division. I don't know what uh, drug they were on when they voted them to win the SEC East. Um, but I will say, yes, Vandy um, certainly has a very good chance to be bowling this year, I would think. You know, that's a great year for them. Yeah. Been in a bowl every year and competing in the conference that they do with the academic requirements they have to get their guys in conference in school, that's a really good year. All righty, you're listening to All Sports Talk. Preston O'Neill joining us today. We'll take a break. We'll be right back, and Chip Walters will give us the Blue Raider insider report from Rome. We'll be right back. If you're not waking up to the wake-up crew, here's what you've been missing. <laughs> Simultaneous Scooby. <laughs> it's in stereo. Don't miss the wake-up crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon as the traffic volume builds on 40 eastbound as we check it out live here from Festers all the way out past the airport as you continue into Wilson County. That slows down pretty good on 40 east where it connects with 840 just outside of Lebanon. we got the Wilson County Fair underway 
out there. That's created a lot of extra traffic around the fairgrounds. And traffic's been a little bit heavier than normal the last few minutes on 40 west of town as you head out through Bellevue. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is going to be live at the uh, Wilson County Fair. Stop by and see them. Uh, check out their website at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. When news breaks, when traffic's horrendous, when the weather's bad. Be the first to get the news, traffic, and weather you want with a text alert from News Radio WGNS. Free text alert. Sign up online at WGNSRadio.com. Hello, friends. Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home. More than I can count, we have taken care of families who were totally caught off guard with the passing of a loved one. There are so many details to tie up, it really can be overwhelming. Again, more than I can count are the comments from families who have pre-planned and pre-funded their or their loved one's funeral saying, it would have been a financial hardship had we not. Let me help you pre-plan. Call me at 615-893-2422. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report from Chip Walters of Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Sponsored by Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors and Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance. The report coming up after this. Are you paying hundreds of dollars too much for your home and auto insurance? Let the team at My Team Insurance help, a true independent insurance agency that represents you in protecting your home, your cars, your business, your life, and your health. Call My Team Insurance today, 895-4201. That's 895-4201. Proud to be sponsoring the Blue Raiders and proud to say, let's go blue. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Hot 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown, Middle Tennessee. Play up, bench, cold. Middle Tennessee football, basketball, and baseball. Yeah, we got them. You're listening to the flagship station for Blue Raider athletics. I'm Chip Walters. Hear the games here on News Radio WGNS. Middle Tennessee win. Raiders win the championship. Your source for the big blue in the borough. News Radio WGNS. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Well, good afternoon, everybody. Coming to you from the Eternal City, Rome, Italy, as Middle Tennessee basketball continues its foreign tour throughout the country of Italy. Today, we are finishing up our final day in Rome. The Blue Raiders have uh, already had some great sightseeing opportunities and learning opportunities on this trip. On the very first day we arrived, which ended up being Tuesday morning, the Blue Raiders uh, went through and uh, toured the Spanish Steps, the Trevi Fountain, the Pantheon, and other piazzas throughout uh, throughout the uh, the in, the internal part of the city. Yesterday was a trip to the Colosseum that also included Circus Maximus, the Pantheon, and uh, as well as the Roman Forum. So just a very big day there. And let me tell you the 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 awesomeness of the scale and size of the Colosseum was just unbelievable. So uh, what could top that? Well, today was a trip to Vatican City. Also, uh, part of that was it was a three- to four-hour tour that included the Vatican Museums, the Sistine Chapel, and, of course, St. Peter's Basilica and St. Peter's Square. Uh, and it... I'm not sure if anything can top the Coliseum, but 
the Vatican trip was just as impressive in another way as uh, going to the Colosseum. So the touring uh, in Rome is complete. Uh, the team has a team dinner tonight. And then we'll travel to Florence tomorrow. First game for the Blue Raiders will be coming up on Saturday in Florence. Another game on Sunday from Milan. And uh, we'll have information about those uh, tomorrow for you on this uh, on this episode. And also uh, to let you know, if you follow me on Facebook, I'm going to try to do some drop-ins during the games on uh, Saturday and Sunday. So that's what's going on here in Rome. It has been uh, very exciting for the guys who have uh, been in unbelievable position to see so much and learn so much on this privately funded foreign tour. So other news going on. Blue Raider soccer season kicks off tonight against Louisiana. So the nine-month wait is over and Coach uh, Aston Roden's ball club will take on the Raging Cajuns first touch tonight at seven o'clock. The match will be streamed on ESPN plus Rick Stocksla has named the permanent captains for the Blue Raider football team for 2023. They include defensive tackle Marley Cook, safety Trey Fluellen, offensive lineman Keelan Rutledge and quarterback Nick Vadiato and defensive end Zalen Wood. They are the 18th group of permanent captains in the FBS era at Middle Tennessee. Fluellen is the only senior as Cook, Rutledge, Vadiato and Wood are all underclassmen. The team voted on the five captains and Stockstill made the announcement during a team meeting. Well, speaking of Marley Cook, he has been added to the Lombardi Award watch list that is presented each year by the Rotary Club of Houston. There are 78 players across the country who are on the watch list for the Lombardi Award, and uh, Marley Cook is one of those gentlemen. Women's basketball, the 18 bracket for the 2023 Bad Boys Mowers Women's Battle for Atlantis was unveiled yesterday. Middle will set to open against Michigan in the opening round. That'll be on Saturday, November 18th, 4 o'clock Central Time. All games will be live streamed by Flow Hoops. And that is it for today from the eternal city of Rome. Tomorrow we will come to you from Florence, Italy, as the uh, foreign tour continues for Blue Raider basketball. Everybody have a great Thursday night. Whether you need general vehicle upkeep and maintenance or a complete vehicle overhaul, Hall's Auto Care is here for you. We're locally owned and operated by Greg Hall and have been in business since 2014. You'll get excellent service and trustworthy advice with Hall's Auto Care. A-plus rated with the Better Business Bureau. We're ready to help get you safely on the road. Hall's Auto Care, 907 Ridgely Road, just off Broad Street behind Chili's. Online at hallsautocare.net. Hall's Auto Care. Hi, this is Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. Do you have a growing family and need to upsize? Are you an empty nester now and need to downsize? Are you thinking of selling your current home but just worried you can't find something else? Well, it's time to choose Chip. I'm looking to be your trusted advisor in real estate. I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Hey, if you're looking to wind down after a hard day's work or enjoy a night out with your friends, let me suggest Fat Willie's Sports Bar & Grill located on River Rock Boulevard. Fat Willie's features nine regulation pool tables, steel tip darts, and buzz time trivia and poker. The beer prices are excellent and they have a huge selection as well as five craft beers on tap daily. Fat Willie's also has your favorite bar foods. Live trivia is held every Tuesday night and pool tournaments are held throughout the week. So if you're looking for a cozy and affordable sports bar with all the amenities, be sure to check out Fat Willie's on River Rock Boulevard next to the Animal Center. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. Joined today by the coach, Preston O'Neill. Talking college football. 
Uh, Preston, you mentioned the um, the conferences shakeups, and and you know it's 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 craziness when you've got um, you know Texas and Oklahoma coming to the SEC. You know there was no stunner in that. It's more money, but and it's going to be more money for uh, USC and UCLA. But USC and UCLA to the Big Ten. I mean, you know. Uh, and you know, it, it's just it's kind of playing out like a lot of people thought it would. You're going to have the big super conference with X amount of teams, and everybody else is just kind of out there. Um, but never in my life would I think Stanford will be sitting there without a home. It's great an athletic program and tradition that they've had. Yeah, that's that is surprising. You know, the rest, you know. Oregon and Washington too. Well, they don't have a home. Uh, and again, I don't believe the I don't believe the expansion and integration uh, of the conferences is over. You know, uh, Arizona State, and Arizona are, are talking about going to the Big Twelve. Uh, yeah, the Big Twelve. Yeah, they're in. I think it's yeah right. Excuse me, that's right. And I think it's ex- very ironic that Colorado returns to the Big Twelve. Uh, which I'm excited about based on the history of the conference. And uh, that's where Colorado belongs. Oh, yeah. I mean, I remember that every the Friday after Thanksgiving, them in Nebraska always played. What a rivalry that was. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's some natural rivalries there. And uh, I, I honestly believe it'll, it'll help them recruiting-wise. Plus, you know, Dion has turned the roster over, uh, and and there's no telling what he's going to continue to do to get the best players in there. Oh yeah, I'm I'm, int- I'm, I'm interested to see what he does there. I mean, I mean he's, you know, he took one uh, took a program over. It was just it, it's is in was in shambles, you know, and so. <laughs> Far cry from the really good days in Colorado. No, you're not kidding. But it'll also be interesting, money to see how his health issues continue to evolve. Yeah. Uh, he's got some serious health issues. So, you know, is he going to continue to work at the level and the demand and the hours and the time and uh, not suffer consequences uh, into his feet? Yeah, I mean... Well, I think he's good for college football. It's enough, you know. And the way the you know the way the Big Twelve has evolved and, and began to get on it, you know, it would look like maybe Oklahoma and Texas made a decision, made a bad decision until you look at the checks. Yeah, and the money involved, and there's no question that uh, the SEC's ability to write big contracts is beneficial uh, to all the schools. But, you know, Dion, he's, you know, you're going to get some good um, quotes out from him. I mean, he don't hold anything back. You know, I've talk, talked about this a couple times, you know, when they asked him about, you know, them moving to the Big 12. He goes, it doesn't matter where we play. Just whoever we play, that's who we got to go play that day. And he goes, it's all about the money bag. And he goes, and y'all get on these players chasing the money bag and you got grown adults chasing it worse than they are so you know that's a good quote he don't he don't hold anything back no he really doesn't he, uh, he doesn't have to he's he, prime time yeah looking at what some of these guys are getting out of uh in out of the nil uh when they leave college football and aren't able to, to you know move on to the next league uh, they're gonna take a big pay cut yeah, they are. <laughs> Better save that money. Better save all they can. Better pay them taxes. Yes, they are. Yes, they are. Because when when it when it comes to paying taxes, it doesn't matter who you are. <laughs> IRS don't care. No, they don't care if you. Another. They don't care if you throw a football or bake bread. 
That's right. Mm-hmm. You know, another, another interesting in local teams, money is that, you know, UT is not ranked very high. Uh, and after last year, you would think that uh, they'd be considered one of the best teams in the country. But they're getting absolutely no respect. Mm-hmm. I don't think people are sold on Joe Milton. I am. <laughs> I don't about anybody else. You got a small sample size, though. You, you what? You got, it's a small sample size. You know, he was not good the year before at all. No, the year he started, uh, he could not throw the deep ball with any accuracy. I mean, he can throw it 90 yards, but yeah, he's trying to throw a 50-yard pass, and he throws it 90 yards, so... Um, but now he he played a great bowl game. Yes. But I think people, I think the voters are saying, okay, you're going to have to show me. But they're right. They're 11th. I mean, they can move right up there, you know. Yeah, I mean, that's and that's legit. You know, you got a changing quarterback, even though the way he changed. And then, you know, are they going to be able to improve on defense? Uh, you know, I, I don't think that people – don't think that they're going to be able to score some points at the rate that they did last year. Okay, maybe not, but they're going to score points. If they don't, they're going to be awful. Uh, and have they improved on defense? Yeah. Cool. You yeah, know, today's game, money on defense is can I get a stop or two? Yeah. You know, and, and, in the, can I get people from getting in the end zone and putting on on uh, putting points on the board uh, a few times during the game? Nick, the t- rules the rules have been bent. To the offense, uh, the NCAA wants points on the board. That's what the fans want. So the rules are all offensive rules. Speaking of the rules, Preston. Um... One rule change this year is um, whereas you um, complete a pass for a first down, the clock always stops. It will not this year except the last two minutes of the half and the last two minutes of the game. Hey, Bonnie, the games are turning into four-hour games. Yeah. You know, so uh, uh, with the high-speed offenses, I don't think that's a big deal. I don't either. The last two minutes of the game, they start. The rest of the time, the clock's running, and guys are wanting to go run and get the snaps. And uh, they're not running the ball and taking 30 to 45 seconds between plays. It is. If they're not getting the ball snapped in, in 10 seconds, it's a slow game. Yeah. Uh, and incompletions and getting out of bounds and stopping the clock on first downs extend the time. And the games have gotten too long. All righty, you listen to All Sports Talk. We'll take our final break and be right back. Folks, I hope you're listening every Sunday night at 8 o'clock to the Edwin Lee Raymer Show. We'll talk about some local politics, national politics, all types of topics, all types of guests. That's 8 o'clock Sunday night, Edwin Lee Raymer Show. Talk to you then. Good afternoon. It's a traffic volume build on 40 eastbound as we check it out live here from Festers all the way out past the airport as you continue into Wilson County. That slows down pretty good on 40 east where it connects with 840 just outside of Lebanon. We got the Wilson County Fair underway out there. That's created a lot of extra traffic around the fairgrounds and traffic's been a little bit heavier than normal the last few minutes on 40 west of town as you head out through Bellevue. Hey, Princess Hot Chicken is going to be live at the uh, Wilson County Fair. Stop by and see them. Uh, check out their website at princesshotchicken.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. We do it your way at pizza. Order a royal feast or create your own pizza online now at sirpizzatn.com. Carry out delivery for dinner tonight at sirpizzatn.com. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. 
A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer. Find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS on FM 101.9 and AM 1450 Murfreesboro, FM 100.5 Smyrna, and streaming at WGNSRadio.com. Welcome back to All Sports Talk. This portion brought to you by First Bank. Locations in the borough, Woodbury, Nashville, and 46 others across the state. That's First Bank. All right, Preston, they, um, as we said, uh, high school football starting tonight. You ready to pick some games? <laughs> Let's go. All right. At Freedom Field. Tonight, West Creek at Laverne. Who do you got? West Creek. I'm going to take them by a point. Siegel at Shelbyville. I'm going with Siegel. I think Siegel's got a chance. I'm going with Siegel, too. I think they got a chance to make a move this year. That guy's done a really good job. Got to win in your league, though. They were 5-0 and in... Non-conference games last year and beat two really good teams in Lebanon and Green Hill, uh, but couldn't win in their own league. All right, um, we got Brentwood at Blackman. Blackman, I'm gonna take Brentwood in this one. You trust you going with Ron, huh? He's not there now, so. Oh well, okay. Um, but I'm going with um, Brentwood in this one, in a close one. PCA um, playing its first ever 11-man football game. Travels out to um, face it, face Eagleville on the road. I'm going to take. Yeah. I'm going to take Eagleville. Uh, you know they've been at this. Coach Walker's been a perennial playoff team, and um, you know it's PCA's first. First game. I just think that'll be a little too much for him. I agree. MTCS at Columbia Academy. Uh, I like MTCS. I do, too. They've got a wealth of talent back. Got a big lineman going to UT. Ah. Um, Independence at Oakland. Oakland. Going with Oakland. You know, they've got their question marks, though. You got T.T. Um, T. Hill, their outstanding running back, um, transferred to Brentwood Academy. A- Avery um, Hainsworth, another talented back, um, out until mid to late October. Um, they've got a transfer in from um, DCA. Um, there was a Mr. Football finalist. He's working his way back from injury. But they did also get a four-star recruit, Dwayne Morris, from Red Bank right after Hill transferred to um, Brentwood Academy. But, yeah, I'm going to pick Oakland, certainly. Smyrna at Riverdale. I'm taking the uh, Warriors. I am, too. You know, Smyrna won this game last year, lost a lot of talent. By the way, they say Arian Carter, you know, was Mr. Football last year at Smyrna. Uh, there will be no red shirt on him. They really like him at linebacker already. Um, but in this game, neat touch. Bobby Wells, who recently passed away, um, right. coached at both these programs, so it's going to be kind of the Bobby Bowl. The players are going to wear his initials on their helmets, so it'll be a pretty special night out there, and Riverdale's got 15 starters back, so I'm looking for Riverdale to avenge the loss from last year. That's cool. We've got Rockville at Nolansville. I'm taking Rockville. Who? Rockville. Yeah, I think I'm going to take them, too. Um, If they stay healthy, they got a chance. They got a four-star defensive back out there. It's already getting big-time offers. So, he's a junior, I think. Um, All right. 
And finally, we got um, Stewart's Creek at Tullahoma. I'm going with the creek. I'm riding the creek, too. They're going to kayak their way down and back to Tullahoma. All right. Well, we only disagree on one game. That's Brentwood and Blackman. You got it. So, but yeah, I think it's going to be. If I'm going to get beat this year, it's not going to be because of the high school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not taking a whooping on the high schools every week. Well, I, I know me and you are going to pretty much pick Oakland all the way. I'm, uh, unless they get beat, unless they lose a couple games or something. I'm not picking against them until they lose. I'll put it that way. You know, they, they had question marks last year, and, and, and we're dominating. I'm only got question marks. This year, but they just seem to have kids that are coming through the system that they just plug them in, and uh, they may not be quite as good, but they're good. Interesting game next week. They go up just outside of Indianapolis and face a team that has also won the Indiana uh, State Championship the last three years in a row. So that will be an interesting, interesting game. Yes, it will be uh, uh, a very interesting game. And and like I said, Siegel intrigues me this year. A uh, little different look in the region. Uh, Stewart's Creek's gone back with um, Laverne and Smyrna. And Coffee County comes aboard, coming off their best season ever. That's right. They played football down there uh, many a year. So it'll be interesting to see um, how they, with them joining, how they can compete in this league. But all in all, I think it's going to be about like it is every year, very competitive. Very competitive. So. All right, Preston, I guess we've done all the damage we can today. So uh, appreciate you joining us, and I'll uh, talk to you next week. Yes, sir, we will. All righty. Appreciate Preston O'Neill joining us today. That'll do it for today. Uh Seagull Shelbyville coming up here soon. Uh, great night to uh, kick off the uh, 2023 season. And then, of course, we've got a full slate of games tomorrow night. Everybody have a great rest of the day. We'll talk to you tomorrow. You've been listening to All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. Brought to you by State Farm Agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris and Deb Ensel, Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, First Bank, Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Parks Auction Company, Greg Hall with Hall's Auto Care, Steve Ruckert with RAI Advisors, Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, SoCo Roofing and Restoration, and Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living.